Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Fitzy, oven mitt, stand-up gal, and co-host on the show. Mitzi, why are you standing? Oh, because my chair is being occupied with a potted plant and sprinkles and googly eyes. Why? Uh, because who knows when we'll need a plant or sprinkles or googly eyes. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. Plus, at the end of the season, we'll be using all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. Can you guess what it is yet? Listeners, today is day three of Salt Week. We have a wonderful episode lined up for you all today. First up, we'll dry things out a bit with some flaky science in our pressing questions segment. Then we are being visited by a very salty old friend in our wild card segment. And... uh, Sorry, table is sort of full of stuff. I'm going to try to just kick these scripts out of the way before saying... To the theme song! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. I missed that haircut. Mystery recipe. Mitzi, I have to say, the studio has really started to become a mess. Has it? I hadn't noticed. I feel at home in the clutter. You are literally standing on a box of recipe cards. Well, the chair is full. Exactly. Our desk is so full that you've started piling things on your chair. Mitzi, that's not a great sign. Okay, okay, I hear you, Molly. What should we do about it? Maybe clean up a bit? Oh, I just don't like cleaning. It's so boring, and it takes so long, and we could be focusing on doing fun stuff instead, like learning some salty science. I don't think it will really take as long as you think it will. And wouldn't it be nice to have somewhere to sit while we record this next segment? Can we clean after pressing questions, Molly? Please? Well, pretty please. Pretty, pretty please. Okay, fine. But we are going to clean after pressing questions. Deal. That means it's time for pressing questions. Oh! (laughs) Sorry. Fell off the box of recipe cards. (laughs) Pressing questions, listeners, is a segment where we answer a question from a young chef using science. Here's how it will work. We are going to talk to a kid recipe tester in their home and go step-by-step through each part of an experiment. And when we're done and our episode is over, we encourage all of you to recreate this science for yourselves in your own recipe labs. And don't forget to tell us how it went. You can send us an email at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. I'll go through everything you send us. We are so excited to hear from you. Ah! All right. Should we start with today's questions? Let's hear it. How do people harvest salt from the ocean? That was Kylie from Albany, California. Great question, Kylie. I think we have an awesome activity to help us answer this one. Grownups, if you want to try this activity at home after the episode, you can head to atkkids.com slash saltfarmer. Here's what you'll need. A quarter cup of distilled or filtered water, 
2 tablespoons kosher salt, liquid measuring cup, oven mitts, 1 teaspoon measuring spoon, regular spoon, coffee filter, 8-inch square glass baking dish or pie plate, and a magnifying glass. That magnifying glass is super cool, but also super optional. So if you don't have one, no worries. I called up Kylie to get started. How's it going, Kylie? Uh, it's going great. Hi. You have an assistant with you in the lab today. I'm Ella, and I, I'm four years old. Well, we have an activity today that will help show us firsthand how salt farmers harvest salt from our oceans. Are you ready to get started? Yes. Perfect. Well, the first thing we need to do is make some salty ocean water. So in order to do so, we are going to measure a quarter cup of filtered or distilled water in a liquid measuring cup and heat it up in the microwave until it's steaming, which might take about one to one and a half minutes. So go ahead and put that in now. We want to use filtered or distilled water because tap water often has a small amount of minerals in it. They aren't bad for you at all, but they might make the salt we harvest from the activity taste a little different. And we want you to be able to use this salt in a recipe. Yep, it's steaming. Great. Looks like that water is hot. You want to use oven mitts when you take that out of the microwave, Kylie. Oven mitts, eh? Let's see. Anyone I know? No, I don't think so. But still, great job, pals. Doing important work over there. Thank Thank you. All right, we heated this water up because it is going to make it easier for our salt to dissolve. Our next step is to add one teaspoon of salt to the hot water. So measure out one teaspoon of salt. Awesome. And stir it in with a spoon until the salt is completely dissolved and the water is clear. If the water looks foggy, the salt is not yet dissolved. Once one teaspoon is dissolved, add another, and then another, until you've used two tablespoons of salt total. That should be about six teaspoons in all. That looks good enough, Kylie. Listeners, if you can't seem to get all your salt dissolved, like Kylie here, that's totally all right. That's where the coffee filter will come in. You can strain your salty water through the coffee filter before moving on to the next step. And what is that next step, Molly? Well, next up, we're going to grab our baking dish and place it somewhere where we can leave it undisturbed for a few days. If it can be somewhere sunny, that will work even better. We'll find a place. On top of the fridge looks great, Kylie. Go ahead and pour your salty water into the baking dish. Amazing. This is going to act as our model ocean. Now we are going to leave this baking dish undisturbed until all the water has evaporated, which could take up to two days. Got it. Hooray! Molly, does that mean we're going to fast forward until tomorrow? It does. And do you know what I think you should do while we wait to check back in with Kylie? Clean the studio. Yup. Hey, don't you mean what we should do? Well, this is sort of your mess, Mitzi. I usually clean up after myself. I usually clean up after you, too, if I'm being honest. But this time, I think it's your turn. Okay, okay. Sigh. Let's clean. And done! Hey, Mitzi, I... Oh. Oh, hey, Molly. Uh, Is it tomorrow already? 
Mitzi, I thought you said you were going to clean. I was, but then I got distracted and remembered that I've been meaning to make my own website for a while now, and- Mitzi. Look, it came out so nice! www.mitzi.wix.com, and here's my About Me section. It looks great, Mitzi, but the studio does not look great. You're right, you're right. I'm sorry. It's okay. I checked in with Kylie, and we're going to give it another 24 hours. Another fast-forward? Another fast-forward, which means another opportunity to clean the studio. Let's do it! And done! Mitzi. I can explain. You had two days. But look what I made! www.molly.wix.com It's so good. I mean, it is actually pretty amazing. Thank you, Mitzi. Where did you find that picture of me? On the internet. I missed that haircut. But, not the point. This studio. I know, I just really don't want to clean. It's going to take so long and be so boring. Mitzi, I'm going to prove to you how easy this will be. Here's a trash bag. Let's get to it. Right now. Right now. We're making a keep pile and a recycling pile, and it's going to look great in here in no time, I promise. Besides, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors anyway. Grownups, these ads are for you. Hey, young chefs. We know how important it is to take care of our planet. So many of the foods we love to cook with come right from the soil underneath our feet. That's why OXO has joined 1% for the planet and committed 1% of annual sales to promote better, more sustainable food practices. Together, they've helped conserve over 5 million gallons of water and transitioned over 41,000 acres of farmland to all organic production. That's equivalent to 166,666 average bathtubs and 22,500 soccer fields. Which means when you choose OXO tools to mix batter, measure flour, stir vegetables, and serve dinner, you're doing your part. Grownups, for more information, please visit oxo.com slash one dash percent. I'm excited to tell you about our latest partner, GoNoodle. GoNoodle shares videos and games that get kids up and moving and develop their wellness, mental health, and resilience. They are in millions of homes and more than 90% of U.S. public and private elementary schools. And now you and your kids can find videos from ATK Kids on their website that make exploring the science behind food and cooking fun. Together, we are excited to encourage a new generation of empowered cooks, engaged eaters, and curious experimenters with videos all about recipes, experiments, and other dynamic kitchen how-tos. Kids love Go Noodle because it's fun. Teachers love it because it engages students. And we think you'll love it too. To learn more, visit GoNoodle.com. And the googly eyes are definitely going in the keep pile. Great. They can go in the filing cabinet over here then. Uh, in the filing cabinet or on the filing cabinet? Both. And we're done. Wow, really? Huh. 
It looks great in here. And that really did not take that long at all, did it, Molly? Nope. And you get your chair back. Much easier than standing for every record, isn't it? It really is. I feel a little foolish here, Molly. It's okay, Mitzi. Everyone puts things off sometimes. It's really easy to avoid doing something that we don't want to do. And we can build things up in our head to be a lot more work than they actually are. But look at how easy this was. Actually cleaning the studio was much less work and caused you less stress than avoiding cleaning it did. You're right. I spent more time and energy not doing it than it ended up taking to actually clean. And I am very glad to have my chair back. Plus, look at all the things we put googly eyes on. Hello, everybody. So many googly eyes. It's like the whole studio is watching us. Anyway, Mitzi, next time the studio starts to get a little bit cluttered, what are you going to do? Call you? No. Make Oliver a website? Mitzi. Oh, clean it up. Yes. High five? High five. Thanks, Molly. No problem. Now, should we check back in with Kylie? Let's do it. How's it going, Kylie? Good. How's your salt harvest looking? Very salty and icy. Nice work. It is time to harvest your salt. Use a spoon to gently scrape the salt from the bottom of the baking dish. How's it looking when you scrape it? It looks like crystals and icy. Big pieces, but then it like cracks and then goes in little pieces. Yeah, little grains of salt. Perfect. This salt can be stored in an airtight container for as long as you need. And it is great for sprinkling on finished dishes such as eggs, vegetables, fruits, meats, and more. So let's talk about how the salt changed during the activity. Use your magnifying glass and describe what the salt crystals look like for me, Kylie. It looks shiny. These big square or rectangular salt crystals started as the very tiny kosher salt crystals that we dissolved into water. When you dissolve salt in water and then let the water slowly cool and evaporate, the structure of the salt crystals left behind can change. Really? How cool! How does that work, Molly? Well, when mixed with water, salt crystals dissolve into tiny ions. As the salt cools, some of the dissolved salt ions find one another in the water and lock together like pieces of a puzzle. As more salt ions join, the salt crystals grow bigger and bigger, and they separate from the water. Over time, as the water evaporates, those beautiful big salt crystals are left behind. Amazing! But why are these salt crystals so much bigger than the kosher salt crystals we started with? Kylie let the water evaporate at room temperature, which happens really slowly. That gives the salt ions a lot of time to find each other and make bigger salt crystals. Huh. Slowly evaporating water makes bigger crystals. Exactly. So the original question was how do people harvest salt from the ocean? And they do it a lot like how we did it for this experiment. Really? In baking dishes? No, on a much larger scale than a baking dish. Some salt farmers will start by making a large shallow pond filled with salty seawater. Over time, the water will slowly evaporate from the pond, leaving behind big salt crystals. The farmers use big special rakes to collect all the salt. A lot like how Kylie used a spoon. Very cool! Very cool indeed. What do you think you'll use that flaky salt on, Kylie? 
What do you think we're going to put this on, Ella? Noodle! Well, I hope it turns out great. Nice work in our activity today. Thanks for the help, Kylie and Ella. Bye! Grown-ups, remember, if you want to try this experiment at home, head to atkkids.com slash saltfarmer. Okay, I really did miss recording in a chair. I knew you would. Listeners, our salty pond is almost fully evaporated for this week, but we have one more segment left for you. That's right. Every week, we like to end things off with something wacky in our wild card. Here is Salty Sarah Solves Your Problems. Enjoy! Salty Sarah Solves Your Problems. You're welcome! Hello and welcome back, folks. It's time for Salty Sarah Solves Your Problems, the call-in radio show where I solve your problems and try not to be too salty while I do it. You know the one all the way back from season one. Only took you folks four seasons to bring the segment back, but hey, who's counting? (laughs) Don't be salty, Sarah. Don't be salty. All right, we have our first caller here. What's your problem, Fred? Hi, Sarah. I have a problem. Could you help me solve it? Literally the name of the program, kiddo. Not sure how I could be any more clear about it. Great, sorry. Sarah, my little brother basically only eats pasta with butter, but it always tastes so bland. I wish there was something my mom could do to just kick it up a notch, you know? I do know, and there's a really simple solution. She should salt the water. She should... Salt the water. It's three words. Which one did you not hear? Uh, I just didn't realize that you... Salt the water. When pasta cooks, it absorbs the water it's being cooked in. So if it's being cooked in salty water, it'll taste better. Honestly, have you never met an Italian person in your entire life? I... You're welcome. Next caller, please. Hi, Sarah. Don't say it. I have a problem. Don't say it. Would you help me? Solve it, yes. I will help you solve your problem. That's the whole point of the show. Okay, no need to be salty about it. That's also literally the point of the show. Somehow you've uncovered that the secret sauce to a show called Salty Sarah Solves Your Problems is that I solve your problems while being salty about it. Okay, I... I don't even want to hear it. Good luck with your problem, kid. You need it. Next caller. Sarah? (laughs) Carl? Sarah, I've been calling you for days now. Oh, Joy, it's my husband. Carl, you know that I'm working. Of course I know that you're working. I called you at work. Listen, Sarah, I have a problem. Okay, Carl. All right, let's hear it. It's our front steps, Sarah. You know, the ones leading up to the front door. You know the ones I'm talking about. Oh, let me think. You mean the three steps I take every time I enter or leave my own home? Yeah, Carl, I know it. Okay, okay, no need to... I'm not gonna say it. You almost said it? I didn't, though. I caught myself. The steps, Sarah, they're covered in ice. I almost broke my hip walking out the door just now. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? You mean what are you gonna do, Carl? You're gonna salt them. Salt the steps? Salt the steps, like I've been telling you to do for weeks. Why would I put salt on the stairs, Sarah? Because I'm your wife and I told you, Carl. That's why. <sighs> salt 
melts ice, Carl. If you've listened to me a day in your life, you'd know that you can put salt on stairs, the sidewalk, or even your driveway, and it will melt ice that's there and prevent new ice from forming. Well, that's that's all you needed to say, Sarah. I mean, honestly. Goodbye, Carl! All right, folks, Salty Sarah solves it again. That's it. We're done. Goodbye. Salty Sarah solves your problems. Ooh, that's salty. Yeah, I missed Salty Sarah. She's so salty. I bet that's why they call her that. I bet. Well, that's all the time we have for today, which means we've come to the end of Salt Week. And what a week it was. We learned that there are 120 million tons of salt in one cubic mile of the ocean, how to measure different kinds of salt, and how to harvest salt from seawater. We'll be back next week to talk about another brand new ingredient. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we've talked about, well, uh, still just salt. But it's never too soon to start guessing. True. You'll have to tune in next week to find out what our second ingredient will be. And give us a review. We love the stars, and I like playing that little spot the difference game. So difficult. Until next time. Keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am Roasted Salted Cashews. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a big barrel of cheese puffs. Andrea Vavjin is a white cheddar cheese it and Katie O'Hara is a goldfish cracker, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, an apple, and Matt Boynton, a salt and vinegar potato chip of ultraviolet audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and his popcorn. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She is a Twix. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who is also salsa. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a nacho cheese Dorito. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a spicy pickle. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a tortilla chip. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a chocolate-covered pretzel. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, executive editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, art director, Gabby Hominoff, deputy food editor, Afton Cyrus, associate editors, Andrea Vavjin, Katie O'Hara, and Tess Berger, editorial assistant, Julia Arwin, Photo test cook Ashley Stoyanov and test cook Faye Yang. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Samantha Moon, Champ Hollins, and Joey Lopez. Thanks again to our sponsors, Driscoll's, The National Mango Board, OXO, and Green Pan. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Hey, Molly, look! You put googly eyes on the microphones. I did. This one's named Mike. Clever. What's mine's name? Rick. Huh. Last name Ord. Oh, Rick Ord. Very clever. Told you we needed to keep the googly eyes. I never doubted you. Goodbye, everybody.
Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.